0: John O'Brien and Sharon.
1: Here we go on a Thursday afternoon today on the show. How you
0: can win ten thousand dollars? Yeah, we're giving you ten thousand dollars. Sounds like we're bribing people, but I'm yeah, up. up for bribery. Like <laughs> if I was, I'd be horrible in politics. I'd be using that power to my advantage in all sorts of ways, getting free sandwiches <laughs> and. Also, it's a great stuff.
1: (laughs) I like how you you really can't set the benchmark quite high.
0: What would you like for free? A sandwich. Are free sandwiches around here, mate? Don't tell anyone about it. This will be a political scandal. There's a lot of places you can get free sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ben. Uh, Also, next. uh, also next, we've got a guest. I Don't know if you've heard about an up-and-coming artist by the name of Niall Horan.
1: Yeah, like there was a little group, a little sort of you know, indie, uh, sort of um, Uno Direction or something. Yeah, underground. Yeah, something group a while back. Now he's doing his own his own his yeah. own thing. Like we normally wouldn't talk to someone like that, but we're like, hey, that's helping up-and-coming.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Nail Horan <laughs> joins, us, uh, joins us in us Is it Nail? I think, I think it's Nail Horan.
2: Oh, it's Horan. Nail, Nail okay. Horan. Uh, he joins us uh, from Oslo. Jono, Ben
3: and Sharon. The Edge.
2: Ireland's favourite son, Nail Horan, is always having a good time. Mainly because he's Dublin over with laughter. <laughs> Dublin, like the, the city. Don't like Irish jokes. How about this one? Irish, I could take that joke back. No? Anyway, Niall first gained fame in one direction before they all went in many directions. Since then, he's had a smash hit with his single slow hands and you can catch Niall live in New Zealand on his Flickr World Tour on June 1st with tickets from Ticketmaster.
3: Niall Horan! Hello! What is up, bro? How How you going, man? (laughs) <laughs> I'm not too bad at all Hey listen I'm mate The is looking out the window in Oslo
0: Oh, it's just about to ask you What exactly are you doing? You're looking out a window in Oslo Are you? In your boxer shorts you're saying? Yep. There's a mental oh image. Oh geez, i
3: tell you <laughs> what. That, that's a cipher, for so Think about that <laughs> I one.
0: Well, i tell you what. We're both in our box of shorts. So when does when does this turn into a phone sex line? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, we're very excited about you coming back to New Zealand. You've been here before. You know the drill. Say some semi-favorable stuff about New Zealand and we'll be happy. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I can't, I can't wait to come back. Actually, uh, I had Dan Carter at the show the other night in Paris and he just got me even more excited. We were talking stuff about NZ. I'm ready to go. It's only... It's not too far away now, so hey. I'm looking forward to getting down. It's been years.
0: Yeah, I know. It has been a while since you were here, because we knew you were good friends with Dan Carter. Now, when Dan Carter comes to your show, you're like, "Mother, <laughs> I know you're on a lot of money. <laughs> I hope he's buying tickets.
3: <laughs> no, he, he just uh, he says, I'm, you know, obviously I know he's living in Paris. He just comes down comes down with his, his wife and... Uh, he wasn't boozing because he had a big game in the European Cup, so he was a bit boring. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah,
1: I like him a lot better when he's drunk.
3: <laughs> drunk is a lot better. But he's a much better lad when he's had a beer. Hey,
1: um, actually, speaking of rugby, just before we move on, Now, you're, uh, we know you're a big fan, yeah. and you apparently had a memorable night out when Ireland beat the All Blacks. What happened then?
3: Oh, yeah, there was um, a few beers for a few pints of Guinness drank. It was in a pub in London. Every Irish person that lives in, in, in London was in this pub. And uh a mate of mine got very excited when they blew the final whistle and uh he stood up, knocked about twelve pints of Guinness all over the place, fell <laughs> straight through the table and there was abs- there was Guinness absolutely everywhere. So we, we, you know, we'd stopped in an all-black run of about a year and a half and actually just had to go home afterwards because we were covered in Guinness.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: being Irish people, you would have been down on that floor licking that Guinness up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, cheers for the stereotype. All right,
0: <laughs> Eating your potatoes and, and slurping <laughs> up that Guinness. If we
3: know Irish people and we don't. <laughs> hey, Noel
0: Horan, we, uh, we went to a website that had 300 facts about you uh, 300 facts That's a lot of facts Ben and me were saying We don't even have Three interesting facts About each other But uh, can you confirm Or deny the following um, Is it true you have A, a fear of
3: pigeons not, not just pigeons Kind of birds in general Okay uh, Especially when they're flying inside. I don't like that. That's M- weird.
0: My wife has the same thing. We can't even sit down. Like, if we're outside having lunch or something, there's a bird up there. She's, she's Niall a... Horan doesn't want to hear you bang on about your wife, mate.
1: <laughs> 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 we haven't got ten minutes with <laughs> Niall Horan for you to tell you shitty stories. <laughs> Sorry, Niall.
0: <laughs> Niall, <laughs> Niall, you want to hear this great story about Jennifer,
3: my wife, don't
0: you?
3: Oh, my God, you lot are mad. <laughs> like, come on. He's being
0: too polite now. <laughs>
3: okay, next one. Next fact about Niall Horan. You had, you had two fish that meant a grizzly end. What happened to your fish? Nah, they just, they were called Tom and Jerry and they just, my brother forgot to feed them one day and okay. that was it. <laughs> okay. a okay. so okay,
0: sad <laughs> Yeah, but also a lacklustre story <laughs> as well. Okay, let's hope this next one. You like, you like girls who can put on different accents,
3: Niall? Uh... Yeah, yeah. there's a bit of comedy
0: to that. So that'd be quite fun. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if these facts are very good, boys. Listen, I, this, this, this is a, not a very reliable website that we've based the rest of our
1: interview on. <laughs> hey, um, hey Niall, uh, with your new music, which we're loving, you've been kind of inspired by a whole bunch of late 70s and 80s stuff. How does a dude that grew, grew mm. up in the 90s sort of you know, get introduced to the likes of Don Henley from the Eagles and stuff like that?
3: Uh, I guess my, my parents, you know, when, when my parents are both... In their late 50s so when they were kids you know the first records that they were going to buy were Eagles albums and Fleetwood Mac and stuff like that and um, yeah it was kind of the stuff that we always just used to listen to on vinyl at home you know I listened to a lot of music but that shows how timeless that stuff is. That it's kind of stuck in my head even right up until now, and yeah, just something that I've always been really interested in.
0: Oh, so well, being in New Zealand, we're a few years behind the rest of the world, and the Eagles have actually just got to number one
3: here. <laughs> Hotel so,
1: California Baby is a hell of
0: a song. <laughs> 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 I think those guys are going to be huge. <laughs> hey, Nile, uh, oh, a lot of slow hands. What a sexual song. Love it. It is <laughs> a great song. Like, do you
1: like? Do you know if there's lots of weddings that it gets used for?
3: Yeah, apparently it's been a, a hit at the weddings, and I literally have people coming up to me on the street saying that they got with their message to it, and I don't really know how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, no, it must, it must creep you out a little bit to know that people are boning to your music. <laughs> <laughs> and what, uh, what, a, what an absolute pleasure it is to be, uh, to be speaking with you, my friend.
3: Cheers, lads. I hope to see you soon. I'm looking forward to getting yeah. down. To. These are countries that we always try and get to, but they're just... So far away.
1: Well, yeah. yeah, we're looking forward to having you here, man. As hey, stop reminding us we're, we're living in such a shithole, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're definitely
1: not. He's here for his Flickr World Tour, although a little disappointed you didn't go with something cool like Up the Nile or Niled on the Head or something for your <laughs> name.
3: God, right? You've you've had too too long of a day if you're coming up with ideas. Yeah,
1: hey? listen. Next time you're brainstorming titles for your world tour, give us a text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can we can start a nail salon called n- a nail horn if oh, you want. Jesus,
4: stop. Okay, being. I'm done. I'm oh, done. <laughs> beep, <Hey>. beep, beep, beep.
0: <laughs> go on you, nail horn. We ended that on a good note. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge.
1: The New Zealand International Comedy Festival is on right now, and uh, Angela Dravid's show called Barcelona is one you've got to go check out.
0: Yes, in Wellington and Auckland and. And uh, Angela joins us on the show right now. Good, 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 Ange. Good, 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 start, John. Hi. Good,
4: good, Ange. <laughs> oh, I'm good. How are you? Uh, no, I'm not
0: great after that shocking welcome to you. I feel very bad. Uh, we spoke to you the other day.
4: Yeah.
0: And you are a person with a deep, rich history of Tinder dates and some of the most hilarious Tinder dates. Uh, that have taken place. We'll just recap what you told us on Tuesday.
5: Previously on Angela Drovitt, Tinder Adventures.
4: I was dating a guy, um, and I stayed over at his house. I decided to have a shower. I noticed there wasn't any shampoo.
5: Then the date went to the dogs.
4: And then I saw this bottle. I realized that this bottle I was using was dog shampoo.
0: Oh, so you showered yourself (laughs) in dog shampoo. dog shampoo, yeah. (laughs) And
5: you won't believe what happened next. So
4: me and this guy had been talking like quite a bit and he had told me about his pet dog had died or something and I was trying to comfort him over it. So did
0: he notice it or did you just Yeah have to he say, was like, hey. quite
4: emotional through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> well so then you ended up hooking up. Yeah I ended but up hooking like, up, but he and was say.
4: like I keep thinking of my dog. It's like <laughs> So Ange <laughs> Hi, yeah.
0: Uh that's that's what happened last time. Uh have you got another Tinder adventure? Yeah I do.
4: It's quite short. Um I was seeing a guy, and he was quite uh, socially uh, anxious, so he didn't like coming in through the front door of my flat, so he used to climb through my window.
0: Okay. it's <laughs> not a euphemism for anything. Yeah, I was awesome. I was like,
1: this sounds like it could be a code for something else, but yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, so, like, he would climb through my window, and then he'd leave through the window, and I was like, you should use the front door, or the back door at least, like.
1: So you'd have to leave the window open for him?
4: Yeah, and I had to like leave a piece of clothing uh, so he knew which window to climb through.
0: <laughs> this is very romantic. It's much like uh, Rapunzel. Rome- yeah, or Romeo and Juliet sort of thing.
4: Yeah, well, he thought it was romantic. I just thought, I'm a 31-year-old woman. This is weird.
0: <laughs> this guy can't use a door.
4: So uh, I told him, do not come through the window today. And he climbed through the window anyway.
0: Oh, no. you, and stri- then, you, you strictly told him not to?
4: I strictly told him, don't do it today. Yeah. And um, and he climbed through because he knew which window I was. And uh, he said, oh, your neighbours were looking at me real weird. And there's also a police car outside. And I said, yeah, the neighbours just got robbed.
2: And now you look like you're breaking <laughs> into a
4: house. Yeah, so it looked like he was <laughs> like a robber coming in. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and I that was the first time he left the house through the front door <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, what happened to this relationship? What happened to the relationship with the window climber?
4: Well, I've moved rooms in my flat now, so he's progressed to another window. oh, so he's still around he's still around,
0: so he still climbs through your window
4: sometimes, yeah. This is incredible. That, that was a very short story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect length for a radio. Break. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And we'll be back with another Tinder adventure from you another day. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much, Angela Dravid, part of the International Comedy Festival. Uh, but we thought
1: we'd uh, spin something off Angela's great story about climbing in windows. 0800 under the Edge is the phone number. 3343 is the text. When has climbing in windows gone wrong? Oh, it doesn't always go right, does
0: it? <laughs> no. 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 And, that, and the stories, those are the stories we want on the radio. Ah, um, my husband, um, he climbed
4: through the window um, above the toilet, ended up him himself on top of the toilet and put landing his head in the cat litter.
0: Oh, so what, what do you mean, scorpioning? Scorpioning? <laughs> he
6: sort of, he like landed on his head, but like his, he's sort of like bent in half, like his, you know, head was down, but his legs were sort of like flopping around. So his head was in the toilet? No, his head was in the cat litter tray. Oh
0: my gosh.
6: <laughs> and he like whacked his hat on the toilet and he was coming to pick me up from work and then we spent like three hours in A.
0: Geez, robbers yeah. would have some classic stories, eh? Robbers <laughs> break their <your downs, laughs> They really would. Thank you very much, Krista. Really appreciate your call. Kim's with us on O eight hundred The Edge. Window climbing gone bad, Kimbo.
4: Yeah, um one time when we'd just moved into a new house. My mum had left the key inside. I was like thirteen at the time and I was quite small, so we decided to try and fit me in through one of the bathroom windows, which was like those um, louves that you can like slide up and down. So we pulled a couple of them out, tried to fit me through. As I was going through, the one beneath me cracks in half, oh. slices me down the stomach, oh, no. and I slide in,
6: but I've got this big cut on my stomach, so I unlock the door and have to run back out, and like,
4: Mom, I'm dying.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was fine, it was all good. Apart from my intestines hanging out, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Just a slight slice of the stomach. So did your mum suggest you do this?
4: Yeah, she pushed me through by the feet.
0: she would be like that. That's one of my greatest parenting moments ever there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate your call, Kim. Thank you very much. Jaden with us on 0800 The Edge. Window climbing gone bad. G'day. How's it going? Oh, well,
5: basically, I met this chick off Tinder, and uh, she said, my room is the front room and my window is open. And I was like, all right, see you then.
0: That's so, romantic. That is romantic, yeah. isn't it?
4: Yeah. <laughs> I climbed to the window, and then the light turns on, and then this,
0: her mum was telling me, and she hopped up and she was bashing me off the jandal and told her daughter to call the police. Her oh. daughter comes in because she was trying to sneak me in, and, uh, yeah, everything just in pear shape. Oh, so, so you snuck into the mum's room? Oh. Yeah, I went into the mum's room and posted the daughter's room. Oh, you, when are you lying down spooning the mum. I'm not quite. I got into the room. I went to take my shoes. I took my shoes off. Went to go hop on the bed. And then I... The thing just didn't seem right, eh? Hey? And then basically... <laughs> it
2: just didn't seem
0: right.
5: Yeah, the light comes on. I mean, she just ran at me full... Well, now walked at me full tip. She started bashing me up the gander then she sat on me and told the daughter to call the cops. And
0: then I had to explain to the cops about what happened and show them all the messages on Tinder. That is so good. So good, Jaden. You're in the draw to go to Malaysia thanks to AirAsia. Okay, buddy? Oh, thanks, guys. you legend. All right. If you do win that trip, just make sure you walk in the hotel through the front door. Appreciate your call. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Joined by Bix from The
1: Office. How you going, Bix?
6: Thanks,
0: mate. Uh, yesterday spent the whole of Anzac Day crying.
6: Oh yeah, it wasn't a good one. What happened? Um, I've I've started a new lifestyle. I'm not calling it a diet. Mm. Um, I've started a new lifestyle and taking up smoking. It's yeah, it's full time smoking. Great,
0: good on you. Great choice. The healthy choice. Stick up with
6: one every twenty minutes.
0: (laughs) 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 It's a grind, but it's
3: all worth (laughs) it in the end.
0: What?
6: No, it's the latest thing, and I'm very much known for jumping on the latest bandwagons when it comes to um to food diet things. So I'm I'm giving keto a go. What's keto? Um, it's it's basically um, low-carb, high-fat, like avocado and good, bacon. good nuts. Bacon? Oh, yeah, I yeah. see people's
1: like, Insta stories, and they're like, bacon, eggs, and avocado, yeah, so and you're for, like, that's not a bad diet. For
6: Bricky this morning, I had bacon, eggs, spinach, and some halloumi, which in theory sounds really delicious, and It's delicious. But after, like, repeating that over and over again, you do get a bit over it.
1: Right. Yeah. So you're you're not allowed to eat what sort of foods? You're not allowed to eat?
6: No bread, no rice, no pasta. Chips? Do you like chips? No chips. No chips? Love.
0: Chips are the best thing ever. Papa it? Jack's yeah. um, are what? life. Oh, yeah the, yeah, the blue packets. Yeah, oh. and sometimes
6: you can get three for five at New World. Check your little New World plate. Yeah, there, there you right.
0: go. Chips are the chips are God's gifts to the human oh, race. so
6: good. And yesterday, that's all I wanted. Mm. Um, and I reached day three, and it sounds pathetic, day three of a diet, and I lost my shit.
0: Wreaks havoc with your bells, this diet? No. <laughs> you said that you lost her.
6: What? Oh! <laughs> you lost the shit. Yeah.
1: All the fats and the, you know, the heart, yeah,
6: really, uh, diet, the, all, all the stuff she's eating. This so, is so, called the what diet, sorry? And The keto.
0: The keto, just eating spinach, halloumi, chicken, feta. This is a hipster diet if
6: I've <laughs> ever heard of it's it. It's very hipster. I'm loving it. So you're lo- day, what, three now? No, I'm day four now. Day four. Um, and I'm still struggling. Like, in all honesty, so I've started a vlog about this just because I think it's hilarious. Like, I just, I'm known to jump on these sorts of things and say, oh, yeah, I can drop a couple of kilos. And um, for all the girls out there listening, thinking, oh, why do people constantly think they need a diet? It's got nothing to do with that. I just know that I'm not being the healthiest version of myself. So I'm giving it a go.
0: Do people say it's bad for you, this diet?
6: No, 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 it's because it's like caveman, you right. know? It's just... Oh, so it's kind of it's almost like, like high, paleo. high protein, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're eating lots of chicken, um look it's just not going down well <laughs> look, I'm just not. And so how did you
0: end up crying all day yesterday because
6: I'm four days well I was three days in yesterday yeah. I, I honestly I don't think um you realize how much sugar is in everything and so I think I've I've hit what happens when someone tries to um, go off drugs I don't know what that's like yeah. oh, but right I feel like it's like a sugar low sort of thing, yeah. so bad and I just wanted to go to the dairy and buy some ice cream and I couldn't
0: well, don't do that. Um, but you can have some heroin, okay? <laughs> Fine, it's going to get you through. I've got and honestly, a guy. It feels I've got a guy. worse
6: than yeah. It's just it's wow. like coming off. It's awful. an addiction. Sugar is an addiction. Oh, Absolutely.
0: So, have you tried other ones like the lemon one and all that? the no, lemon diet? I tried
6: this horrible diet a few years ago called the HCG diet, and all you consumed all day, every day, was 500 calories, and you um, put drops in your mouth, which was the HCG hormone, which is a, a hormone you get when you're pregnant. Right. And it made me... <laughs> so, hold on. It made me drop. So you're injecting
0: steroids into your mouth. <laughs> that's,
6: that's that's so I just ate every day. I had apples um, and then half a chicken breast with some lettuce for lunch with and no seasoning. Of, and some was? drops of HCG and I lost 12 kilos. And it wow. stayed off for approximately three days.
0: Right, so you're what? So you what? You fluctuated 12 kilos in three days? That <laughs> was
6: ridiculous. Oh, my God. Oh. I think a
0: drug addiction's a safer option for you. Thank <laughs> oh you very goodness. much, Bex. Thank you for coming in. Thanks. In fact, I no under these. Let's open this up. Okay, The craziest diet you've been on. Uh, Daniel, who we used to work with. He yeah. had a very interesting diet. He tried the potato diet. Just ate potato. Nothing but <laughs> potatoes for three weeks. Chips, mashed, <laughs> yeah, you, fried, you had a roasted.
1: All day, every day, potatoes. He actually lost weight over it. Yeah, I think because he because he hated that. potatoes so much, he didn't even want to eat anything. People put their bodies through quite a lot and, and you know and trying to get lose weight. It can be a tough thing. Imagine
0: that. Imagine once you know your body had run its course, how it's digesting three weeks worth of potatoes. So I would think potatoes would be quite a sort of stodgy yeah, thing, it it? Would. <laughs> but hey, it's he- just a, one giant potato <laughs> coming out of the back end. <laughs> Mash, uh, yeah. James, with us on our eight hundred. The edge, craziest diet you've done, bruh.
5: Um, So uh, I'm still on the diet. It's it's not that crazy, but all it is is I have one meal a day, and um, that's in the afternoon, my dinner. And um, throughout the day, I'm just consuming water mixed with apple cider vinegar.
0: Oh! A friend of mine went on the apple cider one. Apparently does wonders for your guts, apple cider.
5: Absolutely. um, I've been on it for five and a half weeks, say six weeks. I've lost 18 kilos. Jeez! So this is not the... 18 kilos! This is
1: not the alcoholic apple cider, right? No, 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 not at all. No, all right. he's not
0: driving around smashing bloody scrumpies all day, mate. No, 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 no. That's, nah, that's incredible. And so you're, you're feeling good, James? You're going to continue the diet? Absolutely. Absolutely, I'm going to continue it for as long as I can. Is it something that you can just do forever, or do you have to stop it at some stage?
5: Um, well, so I do it for five days a week, and then my Saturday and Sunday, I just get let loose, like go back to normal, three meals a day.
0: Yeah, right. And so for those listening who might be interested in it, how, how much apple cider do you have to drink during the day?
5: So one of my pump bottles which is 750ml I have about a cap full of uh, apple cider vinegar in there. And do
1: you get hungry? Like because one meal a day like it so, sounds like a dumb question but do you get hungry? you,
5: you, you do. You do get hungry but I, I would say the first week maybe week and a half is very hard after that you just get used to it. The oh. hunger sort of it's nothing.
1: Well, it's kind of like you, Johnny? You don't actually eat, and we've talked about
0: this before, from breakfast time to dinner time. Oh, yeah, eat nothing. Yeah, unlike James, I'm eating horrifically when I right. am. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm no good. <laughs> I'm also on the side of diet, but I'm very drunk from the scrumpy, so I forget to eat, James. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good on you, mate. Hey, well done. Good on you. Yeah. No worries, mate. Thanks, thanks, thanks for
1: phoning up with us. Well, that's a good thing, because people find that diets work, different diets work for different people, and some don't work at all. So. I, tried,
0: I tried one diet. It was one New Year's where I'd put on eight kgs in three weeks. Right. Been a fantastic three weeks. <laughs> living, living life to uh, the living fullest. Living libido loca. Yeah. And I thought I had to do something. So I Googled a diet. It was the General Motors diet, the car company. And once upon a <laughs> <'Cause>
1: time, <laughs> they're known <laughs> for their diets. <laughs> That's the one you want to trust. The people that make
0: cars, who make cars well, but you're like, well, maybe they <laughs> diversify their portfolio and into diets. diets. No, they put all their staff on it. Really? Yeah. They wanted, you know, they figured healthy staff, better, right, uh, yeah, better productivity, sense. et cetera, better <laughs> Bit better gas, And it was just eating nothing but fruit. And oh. now without a word of a lie, I'm not even making radio drama here. I started this diet at seven AM. I gave the diet up by midday. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. What? I can't stick what? on this he didn't even five go. hours later. What? Oh, Sarah's with us and I went under the edge. What what crazy diet you've been on, says?
6: Um, and the so one I'm on the moment I actually need to stop but and go back onto the one I had a couple of years ago, which was the Southern Beach diet, and it was absolutely
4: brilliant.
0: What, what's the Southern Beach diet? So it's quite... Eating nothing uh, but sand? <laughs> seaweed?
6: No, it's actually got some really good... Um, you've got to cut out all your fruits, um, the things like sweet corn and stuff like that.
0: Right. Okay. But
6: I used to make this lovely fat-free um, seafood chowder with using the mussel broth and with leeks and all sorts of seafood. It was absolutely beautiful. <laughs>
0: sounds delicious. Mussel broth. Mussel yeah. broth and leeks. Just... Mm-mm. Okay, what's it called? The Southern Beach diet? Yeah. Southern Beach, that's I think. You- than the
6: one that I'm on at the moment. What's, what are you on at the moment? I actually take pills to help to lose weight, but it's not going too well. Why is it not going well? Um, Well, it's actually called Duramine. Right. Which is actually described
0: as <laughs> a legal speech. Oh, it's, oh, you're taking legal speech? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're feeling great. <laughs> like, just... you, know, you haven't slept in seven <laughs> weeks. Hey, oh, God.
6: Basically, what it is, it just gives you the energy to try and burn anything off.
0: Um, hey, well, be careful with those. They sound yeah. amazing, but they sound very addictive. <laughs> Good on you, Sarah. Appreciate your call, matey. Shano, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. Harvey's Real Estate
1: have invested ten thousand dollars. to help us launch the world's first moving company using only public transport. So we're on the lookout for someone to be our first client. So if you're moving the next week or so, want to be our guinea pig, head to the Edge.co.nz win section right now.
0: But what we don't have is uh, anyone that wants. No, <laughs> <laughs> apparently we've got loads of entries. Oh, really? Yeah, I think people are getting uh, bamboozled by the cash and <laughs> not thinking about the reality of two idiots moving all their stuff on public transport. But what we what we want is that we want a decent amount of affidavits. Being a new business, we don't have we haven't got any previous customers who are satisfied with our work, so we need to uh, create those, fake those, bribe you to do those for us. So oh eight hundred the edge. What we want is just you to phone up and go, hey, I use the. Um, Public transporters, what a great moving company they were. Mm. didn't lose any of my stuff. We've even got like part of an ad right now, so just give us a call, 0800 The
1: Edge, and if you can think on your feet and come up with something that would be good, good sounding, you know, like, oh, these guys are great.
0: Positive stuff, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll take negative stuff as well. What we want is just stuff. (laughs) The stuff. Are you talking about the moving company? Just a bit of lip service. Ben, you can kick it off.
2: The John O'Ben and Sharon Public Transport Moving Company, one of the most cost-effective ways to move your house all flat. Here's what one of our happy customers had to say: I tried it. I was sceptical, but
1: I loved it. It
0: really worked. Perfect. So that's why so they always because the they can be quite sceptical. was sceptical at first, yeah, yeah but it really good. works. Mia, with us on 0800 The Edge. Thanks for helping us out, Mia. We're mm. going to we're going to play this to you. You can give us your affidavit. And what about okay. your
2: thoughts on their friendly service?
4: I tried it, I was desperate, and no one else would help me. It was good-ish.
1: <laughs> good-ish? we can edit off the ish? <laughs> <laughs> my like good-ish.
0: Yeah. It was good. Oh, Jono's happy with good-ish, all right. <laughs> yeah, good-ish is better than bad-ish, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer with us on 0800, the edge to hold there.
2: And why do you think other customers should use John, Ben, and Sharon's public transport moving service?
4: Um, it was just, it was really amazing, you know. I got all my stuff... There in time,
0: matter of days. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Matter of days. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just say a day, in a matter of a day, they move my stuff just in one day. Can you just do that? But?
6: They move my stuff in just one day. Just one day. <laughs> just one just day. One day.
0: <laughs> and not only did they move my stuff, they also moved me emotionally. If <laughs> say that.
6: Oh yeah, they're forever in my heart.
2: Great. That's good. Out of ten, how would you rate John O'Brien and Sharon's public transport moving service?
6: Oh. 11 out of
2: 10. Oh, oh wow. there we That's go. 11 That's the 10.
0: positive stuff we need. And if you would like us to move you, thanks to Harvey's as being mentioned, 10K could be, you know, you could have a part of 10K. Yeah. Head to theedge.co.nz. Win stuff is the section. That's right. And uh, we could be moving you. It will be goodish. <laughs> and do it in a matter of days. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.
1: Joining us in the studio right now, you'll know him as the former host of this show from Jono and Ben as well, very funny guy, Guy Williams. How's it going? You said very
5: funny guy with so little enthusiasm. <laughs> so give, very door, take funny, funny two, guy. Very
1: funny guy. Is that better? <laughs>
5: yeah. uh, no, you are. Generally, you're, like, you're hilarious, Guy. Oh, well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I'm so glad to be able to come on um, this radio show and plug my um, my show because my previous marketing um, strategy has fallen over badly. What was your pre- previous marketing strategy. It's a bit of a story, but did you guys know there was a Facebook page out there called Guy Williams is Not Funny? We started it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why I said very funny guy with the no enthusiasm. Oh, a dude started a Facebook page called Guy Williams is Not Funny, right? And it affected, I've got to be honest with you, it negatively affected me for a bit of time, you know? I'm supposed to be a comedian. Yeah. Oh, not? Oh, yeah, okay. I'll How see. many people are like fans of this? There's 4,000 people oh, on the page, <laughs> Guy Williams is Not Funny, all right? Yeah. So that's quite a blow to the old ego. Yeah. But then it kind of reversed after a while because I realized the um the guy williams is not funny facebook page has more fans than most people have actual fans. <laughs> so I was like, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. So what I did is I spun, this is advice for all the little kiddies out there as well. I shouldn't say little kiddies, that sounds weird. All the kids. I turned a negative into a positive and I started promoting my gigs on the Guy Williams' is Not Funny Facebook page. Oh, wow. I was like, come on down, I'm in Hamilton. And it was going well until I got blocked from my own trolling <laughs> page. I got blocked from <laughs> trolling my own trolling page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like, oh, I just could not believe
0: it. I like the detail. He's even created a little meme yeah. He's done like a uh, Game of Thrones one. One does simply not listen to The Edge in the afternoon without being driven insane by Guy Williams. <laughs> Because you, uh, you, you're you in a relationship now. Yeah. You're, in a, you're with Gold a lovely lady, who's yeah. also an MP for the Green Party. Have
5: you met her or you just stalked
0: her on the, <laughs> the
3: internet?
5: <laughs> lovely
3: lady. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say lovely lady, it just sounds weird. Does a, just uh, lovely yeah. lady sounds weird. From you <laughs> You
0: with Gold Rees, a lady yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 who
5: may or may not be lovely. <laughs> that seems weird. That's still an insult now. We're going to lovely <laughs> lady. That is good. Do you get to go go to Parliament? Um, yeah, I've been I've been a few times. Yeah, yeah, I've had some awkward conversations with many MPs. We've made fun of. Ran to Paula Bennett, my enemy, a few times in the <laughs> in the lift and stuff. It's been good times. Are you, are you hanging out with Clark Gafoor in the bar or <laughs> yeah. things like that? <laughs> is there like I a mean, place where you hang out? Yeah. There is like a like a what was previously back in more sexist times a wives' room, and mm. uh, now I'm guessing it's just me and Clark there in that weird <laughs> room. Um, but yeah, no, it's there's apparently some VIP room. I haven't been there. I've been to the pressing. Um, uh, been to the depressing cafe and stuff like that. Yeah, Is there a depressing cafe? It's pretty. It's, it's all pretty. The New Zealand it's awkward as well because everyone's kind of factionalized, You know, every different. You don't. You don't know who your enemies are and stuff like that. So it's quite awkward in there, I reckon.
0: Yeah, well, it's like putting the black. Black Power and Mungle Mob in one building, with less violence, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly like Black Power and Mungle Mob. I'm glad you brought that up, Jono.
5: Perfect analogy,
0: yeah. Uh, And do you get any perks? Like, do you get free muffin from this bleak campaign? No,
5: that'd be like misuse of tax part. Don't even even insinuate that. You get nothing free. Oh, The only thing I got free was um, I met the security people to get a security pass, so then I go, hey, who the hell are you? Get the hell out. Mm. And um, they gave me some security... The security guys always got too much spare time in New Zealand. You know, not a lot of genuine threats like America or something. So they've made their own jelly beans. New Zealand <laughs> Parliamentary Security jelly beans. And the caption, the slogan on the jelly beans was... Um, security It's everyone's job. I'm like, no, it's your job. I'm not doing some security. Like, Jacinda Ardern's not in trouble. They're like, hey, Guy, can you come do a shift? It's literally your job. job. That's a great motto for any business. (laughs) Why
0: do they have to tell you that on a
1: jelly bean? (laughs) But thank
5: you so much for the um, uh, jelly beans, though, guys. I uh, Uh, sincerely appreciate uh, it. Guy Williams,
1: you can catch him uh, next week in Wellington, the week after in Auckland. Is that right?
5: Yeah, Google it. It's going to be a great show. Hell of a show. Something to fill in the time before we die. (laughs) That's That's what you do.
1: John
0: Ben and Sharon, The Edge.
1: I was talking to someone actually in the weekend, a uh, friend of a friend. Hmm. And um, so she's got a little uh, four, four five-year-old kid. Right. And um, so she was in the bedroom, right? She was putting some clothes away and um, the kid was playing on the, on the floor in the bedroom with some sort of Duplo or something. And then she just went down the hallway to put the washing basket back in the laundry. When she came back in the bedroom, the kid had found a different toy. <laughs> was playing with this different toy, going
0: not in its mouth.
1: No, but they're no. like, this is this is cool. Like, this oh, like waving with, around, you know, like so. all sorts of, almost like a lightsaber or something oh,
0: like this. Oh, really? Like, oh, so, but uh, I mean, when you think about those things, they look very space rockety, <laughs> don't they? Very appealing to children. Well,
1: that's right. Like,
0: like rubbery and squishy, <laughs> and know, like this is this is a a fun wee toy that sort of you know vibrates, shall we say? That's the problem when you leave your bloomin'. Your toy's in the children's toy box, isn't it? (laughs) I
1: don't know if it was in the children's toy box, but... (laughs) Cleaning up in a rush. (laughs) Put all the toys together. (laughs) If it looks deep enough, there might be some beads there too, but they're not marbles. They're not marbles, Kitty. No, I think the kid had gone into a place that maybe the kid they didn't think the kid was going to go into. Where? Like, in, where? well, probably. In. I know how,
0: I'm just wondering, where's the situation where a kid's playing with a Duplo, <laughs> you walk out for 30 seconds, you come back in and he's playing with the bloody... He's cracked a safe. <laughs> he's got the
1: pin. He's got to do a safe. The safe of grim stuff. <laughs> the kid's like from uh, George Clooney, Ocean's Eleven, he's he's made a heist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that reminds me, jeez, we had a groundbreaking day when we were, um, you know, of so 13-year-old boys discovering ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I keep saying like, about to explain when I first kissed my friend. Uh, no, we were in his uh, father's bedroom. Yeah. And we're like, oh, wonder what's in these drawers. You know what was in those drawers? I'm guessing a magazine. No.
1: What? Marijuana. Really? Mm. Really? Yeah. Did you know what it was? Not at the time. Not at the time. We're yeah. like, oh,
0: why has he got this jar of bloody compost in his sock drawer? Throw that out. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that.
1: Put that in the compost. Heap. He's also got
0: a bag of flour here as well. Don't know, this is it? Is for- Really? No, the flour. I oh, don't. No. I was just I was, adding on to oh, the yeah, I Escalating the chat there.
1: Oh, right. I was
0: yeah. like, wow. But there was there was that a year later we, we remembered what it was. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Jeez. He's still a party animal, that guy.
5: <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, the dad, he's a great guy. Great guy. I tell you what, you
1: want to go with
0: him? have a great time. Yeah, head round to his house for twenty bucks and <laughs> yeah, head to go straight to the soft drawer. Oh, uh, But I went out of the edge. Interesting for interesting finds in your parents' room. Oh, what, have okay. you, what have you discovered? They don't you,
1: all have to be dodgy. No, they don't. But I mean, they could be like, oh, you found out you were adopted.
0: Well, there okay, we go. Hey, I love how you go. Don't have to be dodgy, <laughs> but they do have to be life shattering. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> or oh, you could have just found You found out
0: your dad was having an affair <laughs> okay. with your auntie. Okay,
1: well, I'm okay. All, Stuff was, like this. This is more ma- right after bin, is that right? Just getting... trying to make it lighter. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: Or well, I don't know. Okay, okay if you find can... like you found hordes of money. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. In a pillowcase. A, that's good. Jessica. Hello. How are you? Always good to hear your voice, Jessica. Thank you. What did you find while exploring?
4: I found fifty bucks some pot and who my real dad was
0: oh my goodness
1: you found wow yeah, a trifecta <laughs> <laughs> okay so which were you more surprised to find the
4: pot
0: to be honest <laughs> you know my mum was into that oh but you were not shocked to find out you had another dad not so much <laughs> oh okay so, so, here, so when you find that stuff do you tell your parents oh well
4: her diary was open, and it had a number, and it said "girl's dad," and I'm
0: like, well, "There was your first mistake."
4: Not dad's number, <laughs> and so I called it. Really? Yeah. And? And ten years later, it turns out that he's not actually my dad; he's just my sister's dad.
0: I feel like Jeremy Kyle (laughs) right now. This
4: is yeah. It's a proper, it's a proper Jeremy Kyle. moment, But we have more teeth. So who's your dad? That is a very good question.
0: Um, it's long. Benjamin Boyce, <laughs> and that's why you phoned up. You got another <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah, are phoned I went over the edge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just
4: calling. Uh,
0: we're after some child support. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, quite a lot. Okay, all right. I'll get some bank account details and sort something out. Oh, that's incredible, Jessica. Well, I hope you find. Are you are you looking for your real dad? You're trying. To, you're yearning for him.
4: No, I know who he. I'm 99.9 percent sure who he is. Oh. And I don't really
0: want to go talk to him because okay well there you there you go thank you very much yeah that's <laughs> all right hey, thank you for calling us this afternoon with that it's cheese i don't i don't i do wow yeah, can you top it okay. i don't know if it, you asked for this stuff <laughs> no, no, I didn't you, said, to, you said you oh, said
1: well was just like oh yeah I was, yeah
0: this, sophie yeah you better be coming in hot mate what <laughs> do you got
4: <laughs> when I was um, a kid, I went up to... My parents had, like, this walk-in wardrobe upstairs, and I went in there, and there was, like, a school bag in the corner, and it was, like, one of my old school bags from <laughs> when I was a kid, and I opened it.
0: It was a SpongeBob pad <laughs> school bag, and you opened it?
2: <laughs> no,
4: nah, I think it, I was a, quite a trendy kid, so it was, like, one of those, like, Roxy ones. Oh, surfing yeah, the that nice, brand. yeah, Surfing one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, and it was um, filled with... Um, <laughs> Toys.
5: That they were filled. holding and, for a friend. And I
4: never I never told my parents what I'd found because it was very obvious what I'd found even as a young child. Yeah. Um until like a few years later, and now the school bag's like a little bit of a joke in my family.
0: Felt <laughs> like filled to the brim.
4: Yeah. How many I were in know, there? I, I think there was like four in there. Oh, okay.
0: So. Uh, <laughs> like in the little drink bottle holder on the side, they've slammed one in there.
4: Open
0: up the lunch. You don't want sofa- to send your kids to school with that bag. <laughs> 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 have you got your homework? <laughs> good on your Sophie. You have a good day. You love it. Uh, Chris, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, we're doing well. What did you uh, discover while exploring your parents' bedroom? <laughs> well, I
5: was raised by my grandparents back in the UK, and um, I was Working on my snooping skills um, in the bedroom once and um, rummaging below the Mills and Boon books of my grandmother's drawers, I found um, what I was expecting to be uh, a toy. It was fairly hefty, fairly heavy, cylindrical, and it was wrapped in, um, in a cloth. Um, I opened the cloth and it was a steel tube with uh, a screw thread on one side. So I confronted her about it. And I said, what the hell is this? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's just your father's. Um, I'm holding on to it for a while. It was a silencer for a gun.
2: Oh, so, wow. oh it was a silencer?
5: Oh, jeez. It, it was just a silencer. There was no firearms just a silencer. That was a very, very strange... (laughs) Was he he an assassin or something?
1: (laughs) He's Jason Bourne. (laughs)
5: Well, I never actually... I never confronted him about it. Um, I just kind of forgot about it. It was only when he mentioned it on the radio about odd things you would found that I remember. Yeah, right. uh, Really interesting thing to find.
0: He's definitely killed a man. (laughs) Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.